Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. These podcasts are designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and to provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor and have designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief as they battle the bullying epidemic. Today, we're going to be talking about why it's so important to know if a student's behavior is either conduct or clinical. We have to determine this. We have to know if the the behavior that the student is exhibiting is because of clinical or conduct issues. Bullies and victims suffer from clinical issues all the time. Depression, anxiety, and mood swings are all part of the bully-victim dynamic. As these issues become more and more obvious, the natural tendency of parents and educators is to lower their expectations and modify the school environment to reduce academic and behavioral pressure. Now, this may not be the best idea. Kids who already feel less than adequate and are suffering from a low sense of self-worth don't need to feel any less capable than they already do. So let's try something different. Make any modifications you need to help the kid who you have identified as having a clinical issue, but slowly increase responsibility over time. Get him or her to a point when they, when they have completed an assignment or they've arrived to school on time or maybe even confronted a bully by being brave for just two minutes at a time until they begin to feel like it was done on their own. Follow me on this. You give them the opportunity to do things on their own with your help. And as they progress through this, they will begin to feel like it was done on their own. Lowering expectations may appear to be the best thing to do at the time, but understand we need to prepare kids to function in the real world where modifications may not exist. Kids will always provide you with the evidence to support your belief. So start believing that they're capable and they may surprise you. My name is Jim Burns. You're listening to Anti-Bullying 101. In the next segment, you're going to discover what you need to do with kids who are conduct issues.
Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. In this segment, we're going to take a look at the kid with conduct issues and what qualities we need to help him develop so that they can control that impulse to act out. Kids who have conduct problems shouldn't be confused with kids who have oppositional defiant disorder. Kids with this disorder are lacking important pieces of their personality, a conscience. These kids say and do things they can justify and defend their position to a point where it almost makes sense to others. Pretty disturbing, isn't it? This kid can, at times, make you believe that when they bullied someone, the victim deserved the treatment. They lack empathy and have little or no remorse for their actions. They are truly antisocial and every day are moving closer to becoming the adult sociopaths that make the news for committing cruel and bizarre acts in society. They need to be helped right now. Their actions need to be watched and documented. They also need a combination of consequences and compassion with the goal of helping them develop a greater regard for the rights and privileges of others. By the way, that's my definition of respect, having a regard for the rights and privileges of others. Make no mistake about it, this kid has the potential to be dangerous. Accept no excuses. Keep a balanced approach of consequences and compassion, don't feel sorry for him, and help him change the way, help him change what may already be something that he's already made up his mind to do. We have to change this kid's thinking. It goes back to the point where he has to become responsible for his thoughts first, and by doing this, His actions will be reined in. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. If you like these podcasts, please take the time. Visit my website. Check out my YouTube channel. My website is www.bullyproofclassroom.com. We got great resources there in the store, and you can also take courses for professional development. Visit my YouTube channel at Anti-Bullying 101 for some great videos. Once again, my name is Jim Burns, and thanks for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.